Happy Friday, everyone. February 16, the big sports breakfast, Sky Sports Radio, Radio Tab. A very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening. And uh, footy is back, baby. The preseason challenge began last night. And Canterbury beating the Melbourne Storm 24-12 there at Belmore. Uh, and some significant players uh, taking part in that match. We'll discuss this morning. Uh, Penrith leave today off to the UK for their tilt at a World Club Challenge. For the first time, they've never won it, despite their premierships over the last, what, going back to 1991, up against Wigan next week. Uh, We've got uh, the All-Stars game tonight, of course, in Townsville as well. Charity Shield tomorrow night. UFC 298, a feature of the weekend as Alex Volkanovsky puts his featherweight title on the line against 27-year-old Ilya Tapuria and plenty of cricket to talk about as well. The women's test match, India and England over in the subcontinent and New Zealand have a bit of a task today too over across the ditch in their second test against what is essentially a South Africa B team. Uh, Fellas... What's doing? Leave for a couple of days and, you know, what controversy yesterday? What's going on? Morning, buddy. Morning, Loz. Morning to your listeners. Controversy. What do you mean? Well, what did Ben Way do yesterday? Oh, I can't just remember. Text him after the show. I didn't, I didn't hear was, it, but he ben just filled me in on some, he, uh, on some... He did his best for the couple of days you were out of action. Quirky cat, isn't he? Good fella, Benny. Yep. Like him. Like him. A <laughs> little different to you in a number of ways, but uh, no, I thought Benny was... I'm happy about that. Yeah. Mm. That's a, there's nothing wrong with being different. Um, I thought Benny was good. I thought, um, yeah, did his best. Tough shoes to uh, to feel, though. You, you're not bad at what you do. You're you, not great. Not, I'm going to give you... Gonna listen, say, it's just calm down. 5.41. You, you're not bad. Um, so, yeah, not an easy gig. But, yeah, we missed you. Did, uh, more important, did everything go all right? Everything's good. Healthy? Uh, Happy? Everyone out there, go and get your colonoscopies. <laughs> go on. Well, we yeah, should. No, we spoke about it yesterday. We made it very clear. I mean, we didn't you know. say exactly what you were doing, but we said, yep, go and get checked. If in doubt, it. get to the doctor and get a checkup. Exactly right. We should. All of us. Sloz sporting his Garfield coffee cup this morning. Actually, is that a, morning, is that mate. a from home? No, it's not. I just grab might a cup. Be, might be now, though. You no, might no, no. That. I just grab a cup out of the cupboard. Um to have my cup of tea early in the morning. Uh, morning, boys. Great to see you here this morning, Mido. I'm glad Good to be back, mate. Your um, procedure went well. <laughs> what a way to spend Valentine's Day. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, if that's but, not love, I don't know what is. Yeah, well, you Could have been a lot worse. Yourself. Could have been a lot worse. <laughs> well, I always said. <laughs> well, what's the story? Uh, they always said you you uh, fell in love with yourself at an early age, and you've remained committed, committed ever since. Ever since. <laughs> uh, nice haircut too. Uh, Must yeah. be a TV game coming up. Uh, well, you know what happens. <laughs> Getting ready to go away somewhere, you always prepare well. Watched uh, the footy last night, so that was good. It's great that this weekend we have the NRL pre-season trials, but also the Indigenous All-Stars uh, match taking on the Maori All-Stars. And we've got Ronnie Griffiths on later, the coach mm. of the Indigenous All-Stars team. So looking forward to seeing how their prep has been. Uh, but the doggies last night, they showed some good signs. Uh, they've got some good young kids coming through their system. They won that, I think it was the Jersey flag last year. Uh, a few of their guys got an opportunity there in the second half and there's a lot to be excited about. Um don't know what to think of the Melbourne Storm performance, but they'll be better. They had to defend a lot last night. Uh, they were in front at half-time. I 
don't know how they're in front because all they did was defend and come off their own line with the football. But the Doggies, they played some good football and hopefully they're in for a better year than what they were last season. Naturally, the highlight, probably the match really, was the try from Ryan Pappenhouse and right on half time. It was great to see him back a set play there. Jonah Pezzett with the kick from the scrum. Mm. And uh, we got to see the gas, just reminding us the gas he has uh, Pappenhausen as he, he got him behind there to score that try. Oh, I thought he was excellent in his first 40 minutes uh, coming back from a serious injury. He was involved. He, he set up the first try uh, for the Melbourne Storm, uh, cut out pass to the winger, Iremia. Then he scored a try, but he also scored two, uh, saved two tries with his last line of defence. So he was involved in four big plays during the game. Uh, and as we always say, saving a try is just as good as scoring them. But the way that he defended, you know, I remember uh, there was a couple of times in both times he was involved in a tackle on the right side of the field and then made the try-saving tackle on the left side of the field on the sideline. And the winger had only Ryan Pappenhausen to beat. So he pulled off two remarkable tackles like that. Um, so he looks like he's going to be set for a big year. Um yeah, I think Craig Bellamy, he would have been disappointed. I saw him in the box a couple of times. Nothing's changed there with Bellamy. grumpy, didn't he? Did. He did. <laughs> um, and it's early in the season, yeah. so he demands just high standards, Craig. Um, but Cameron Seraldo, I think he would have been pretty happy with the fact that they won that game, they played some good football, and they gave some young guys an opportunity. Don't know whether he's still sorted with what his team's going to look like going into round one. Uh, to be fair, I thought Drew Hutchinson played well, but I thought Toby Sexton in the second half probably overshadowed him, overshadowed him. So uh, whether he gets an opportunity to start next week and Hutchinson comes off the bench, uh, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, no, I, I think that the Bulldogs, they've recruited well. A couple of big names didn't play last night and they will get better, um, obviously, when they come back into the team. Pup, plenty of cricket last night. Uh, the Aussie women... Well, they rolled South Africa very cheaply over there at the Wacker. Mm. Something about the Wacker, too. Good to see just that old ground over there in Perth. Uh, I know they got the shiny new stadium there, but, you know, something about the Wacker probably brings back memories of yesteryear. But uh, Australia winning the toss in, what, 40-plus degree heat, sending the South African girls in and rolled them for 76 there last night. And Darcy Brown... Outstanding, five for 21. Uh, Annabelle Sutherland, three for 19. In response, the Aussie women were in trouble. They were three for 12 with Litchfield, uh, Perry and Talia McGrath all out cheaply. And then Beth Mooney and Alyssa Healy, the captain, got together and they put on 155 for the fourth wicket. And then the fifth wicket to go down was Healy herself for 99. Mm. The yeah, little I, leading edge back to the polar. Filthy. Yeah, I, I did watch some of it. Um, Aussie's dominating from ball one, um, even though a little scare at the start of their innings. But this is going to be a two-day test match. This is not uh, what I'm sure the girls were like. I'm sure the Aussie girls are, are happy. They're in a great position to win this test match. But when you're trying to push for more test cricket, I don't think this is going to um, this is going to end that well. To be honest, if, if a test match is over in two days, and really, if Australia two fifty, if Australia make another fifty runs, get to three hundred, I don't think they're batting again. 
well, they declared now 175 That's ahead. That's exactly right. So they won't – I don't think they'll declare now. I think they'll walk out Keep and try going. and get as many as they can. But let's say they'll bowl out for 300, 230 lead. Um, I don't think they're going to need to bat again with their attack. So it'll be yeah, convincing win. They're in a dominant position now uh, and well done to them. But just in regards to pushing Test cricket for the women's format, ugh, this, is, this is not what, what they would want. But, um, yeah, I watched that and I obviously watched the – India v England yeah. test match. England um, was superb early. Mate, Wood, Mark Wood bowled quick. Uh, really used that short pitch delivery. Uh, I think that extra speed just pushed the Indian batters back. Um, he picked up the first three, I think, he had at one stage. Yep. Three, for, three for not many on, a, on an absolute belter. And then Rohit Sharma and Jadeja. They batted Jadeja at number five for that right-left-hand combination. They ended up both making hundreds, but that partnership was dominant and they got themselves out of trouble and now are in a, a really good position. 320-odd, I think, for five. Yep. Um, best time to bat. You know, important toss to win. So, yeah, again, um, this Indian team is very, very different to, to what it has been. Number of players out injured. Um, some new faces, some guys on debut. Obviously, no Virat Kohli again. Um, so England, they've yeah, they 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 had a chance. Opportunity missed, really. Wow. Ben well, Stokes hundred test. Yeah, they dropped Joe uh, Joe Root dropped Sharma, Sharma on about twenty. Yeah, twenty seventy. So was. if he catches that, they're four for not many mm. on a belter. Um, you know, now we let's call it four hundred on the board. If India can get to four hundred, it's just a. You know, again, first innings is the key for England. They're going to have to go big in the first innings, but this week it will deteriorate, it will spin, it will reverse swing. So the second innings is where it becomes really hard for England to chase whatever they're going to need to chase. So, yeah, still a lot of cricket to be played in this Test match. Um, and yeah, I've been, I've, I, again, I'm not a big one for sitting and watching a full day's play. I found that hard post retirement, but this series. Um, it's intriguing. Yeah, it is. Mm. It really is. Well, you're just watching Tiger Woods putt for birdie at the sixth, which he makes there at the Genesis Invitational. So one under through six holes. Tiger Woods there playing on the PGA Tour this morning. They're in California. Uh, Jordan Spieth and Patrick Cantlay both leading early doors there. Four under they are. And uh, some Aussies out on the course. Cam Davis. One under through eight holes. Uh, Loz's favourite player, Sam Burns, also one under through seven holes there this morning. Uh, back pages. Dogs off leash. Sweet Jerry on top. Bronson Jerry there, scoring a try last night. Loz, after a four-year doping ban. Uh, what did you make of his involvements there last night? I thought he was good. Uh, four years out of the game, and to come back in a trial, NRL trial, and perform the way he did, I thought was excellent. He was strong. Uh, with the ball in hand, uh, defensively, he made some really good reads. Uh, he'll be better as the season goes on with the more football he plays. So I think he'll be a handy pickup. Um, Blake Taff, I thought, was, was good last night. It'll just be where they play Steve Crichton. I think once they make that decision, and they've probably already made it, they know what they're going to do with it, but we don't. We'll get a great indication of how they're going to line up. Um, because I think Taff's got to be in the 17 somewhere. Sherry's got to be in the 17 somewhere. Crichton has obviously got to be there, but whether they play Crichton as one or as a centre. Um, so we'll see how they go. But I, I thought there were some shining lights there for the Bulldogs last night, in particular guys like Bronson Sherry um, and their young guys that came on. 
Uh, even the young front rower, Hughes, uh, had a try disallowed just before half-time. But uh, I think he's got plenty of promise. Um, I still think they might be a little bit light and inexperienced in the forwards this year, the Bulldogs. Uh, but I reckon their future is starting to look brighter and brighter after what I saw some of those young blokes do last mm. night. If they can get a middle forward to emerge from nowhere, that would oh, that be would a certainly massive help. bonus yeah, for yeah, them, wouldn't that, it? That would. Mm. So, uh, look, that, they'll improve on last year, but I, I can't see them playing finals. Mm. You know, but you never know. You've got Kickout to come back, Crichton to come back, uh, Kurt Mann uh, in there somewhere. There was a couple of other guys that weren't playing last year. But if they get a couple of those young guys, just jump out of the ground and handle it really well. You just never know with a footy team. But you're just banking on what you're seeing from last year and the inclusions that they have got now into the team. And you're not actually thinking that they'll get two or three young guys that'll be regular first graders this season. They might play a couple of games. But what I saw last night with those young guys is that they've got a future. Story about Sam Burgess on the back page of the Telegraph today as well. Dances with Wolves is the headline. Turbulent NRL life to help Big Sam, the coach. And, uh, well, I think we'll be taking particular interest in Warrington in the Super League this year because you know that if he has decent success, it will not take long for Sam Burgess to be linked to a job back mm. here in Australia in the NRL. And the Super League starts, in fact, Starts in just over an hour's time. I'm sure the Hull Derby, uh, Hull KR and Hull FC uh, starts the season there in Super League this morning, which I'd presume would be on Fox League. Uh, but Warrington play Catalans, and that is Sunday morning around 4.30 Eastern Daylight Time. Catalans $1.52, uh, Warrington $2.45. All the markets for Super League open at Tab as well. But you know, he's only 35, Sam Burgess, and here he goes walking into... The hot seat there at Warrington, Loz, and do you agree? It won't take long. If he if, if he has success, you watch how quick it is before he's linked to a job here in Australia. Oh, I think he'll be linked, but if I'm recommending Sam, if it was me personally. Perfect apprenticeship over there. Mate, stay there as long as you can. Mm. Stay there as long as you can and learn. Just learn. You don't want to be having one year as a senior coach and then coming out here in the cutthroat world of the NRL. I mean, you just haven't yeah. learnt your trade by then. The other thing as well is there's been, like, he couldn't get away from the media here as well when he was in Australia. So actually some time out of Australia. Generally what happens with our media is if you walk away, they want you back. <laughs> like, it seems like you've become more liked if you're out of the country. And everyone that knows Sam just about loves him. You know, like whether you played alongside him or they spoke about, I spoke to a number of people that, you know, when he was there helping out as a coach, um, they thought he was brilliant. So I just think some time away will allow all that stuff mm. to disappear. And he comes back with a fresh start as well in regards to, you know, the stuff off the field in the media. Um so, yeah, I, I, again, I, I think there's probably two sides to it. Some time back at home in the UK, he, he'll probably feel like it, you know, you get to take a breath just to not be reading about yourself every day in the media. True. Uh, Indigenous All-Stars and star power uh, is the headline there. Latrell's moment, leading my people is highlight of my career. That's the back page of the Courier Mail. It's back page of the Sydney Morning Herald as well. Uh, everything has fallen into place is the headline there. And just uh, Latrell talking about, you know, how trying 2023 was and uh, how he's 
sort of mindset is heading into 2024. And uh, he is to captain Loz, the Indigenous side, in his sixth appearance in the All-Stars match after Cody Walker was ruled out. And he says he was holding back tears, Latrell, when he was told by the coach, Ronnie Griffiths, who you said... Uh, we'll be on our show later this morning. Yeah, as well. I, I think it's just a stepping stone for Latrell because he is a leader inside that group but just didn't have the C next to his name. So it's the first time he'll cap in this team. Very proud moment for him. Um, and I think I've always said on this radio program, yes, the game is a great way to celebrate both cultures, but it's about what the players do and embrace throughout the week, uh, which is very significant. And I reckon a lot of these players will be excited about the opportunity uh, to play, but also sharing their stories and understanding their culture a lot more than what they previously had. Uh, Ronnie did a terrific job with them last year. They're two evenly matched teams, and it's played with a high intensity, and that's what I like about it. Um, If it was just a showpiece game where no one cared, then you probably wouldn't have that interest in it. But because you've got these two cultures going at each other, they play the game with the respect that it deserves, and it's usually a high-quality contest. Uh, back page of the Australian G. Bold statement from the Swans chairman, Andrew Pridham. So Swans aim for 100,000 members is the headline on the back page of the Australian, and Andrew Pridham believes it's inevitable the Swans will become the biggest sporting club in Australia. That's a big call. The club's celebrating its 150th anniversary. They're looking to get beyond 75,000 members. Uh, looking to get towards 100,000. But I guess, you know, Pridham's pointing to the fact when you look at Sydney's population, the fact there's only two teams here in saying that, you know, club chairman, they always have big dreams about their own club. And Mm. look, look, the Swans have a great footprint. We know that in Sydney. I love the Swans. They're a great club. Uh, Biggest club in Australia's big core, but dream big, pup. Mm. Jeez, I think Collingwood would have something yeah, to say about that. I was going to say, are we just talking in the AFL? But, but he no, he, he, he recognises that. He's, he's just talking about oh, the potential I th- considering. No, I think it's a great, great to have yeah, a goal and vision. Yeah, and, pop- uh, you know, I, I think, you know, the fight between uh, Swans and GWS, like I, I, I love already that friendly rivalry here in, you know, New South Wales in Sydney, but... Yeah, I, I think. Oh, can you imagine having that conversation with, as Loz just mentioned, with Collingwood, oh, for West, example, West Coast Eagles, Adelaide Crows? Do you know how many Mate. sponsorship dollars and members yeah, they've got? I think yeah. the wait list but, over at West Coast is <laughs> ridiculous. It's like the SCG Trust, yeah, Ten or the M- Melbourne Cricket Club. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, seriously. But ridiculous. I think every sporting team in the country would. You know, it's it's like it's yeah. like the, the like I remember having conversations with James Sutherland around cricket being the number one sport in the country, and to the player, like you, you just you're just playing. You're not even thinking about that type of stuff. But to them, to the CEO of Cricket Australia, mate, that is your number one goal. You want to be the number one sport in the country. Yeah. So, I, I don't think I think that's I reckon that's a great goal to have. It's funny with cricket. My whole life, I reckon I've never seen less. Young kids playing cricket, like just yeah. out in parks, yeah. like you used to. Oh, mate, it's I, I was in Ori- so, so much. Being at home in Orange yep. in January, I just remember you would see cricket everywhere. Yeah. Now you see nothing well, like it. You don't see as many cricket nets everywhere yeah. as well. I'll Indoor facilities completely yeah. gone all around the country. 
The other thing as well, the justification for cricket is we have more Mm. participants. But that's because there's more girls playing Mm. now than what there was 30 years ago. So that's the justification. But in regards to just men's cricket or boys' cricket, Mm. oh, Matt, well, I think Woodlands Park Youth Club, my junior club growing Mm. up, gone. Yeah. Gone. So I, I think... I think no doubt when it comes to boys' men's cricket, it has changed dramatically. I but think they think it's going su- great. Yeah, because of the justification. Yeah, we do mm. have more participants. But we've got the women's cricket's up 99% versus what it was 50 years ago. So I, that, I it's think, easy to justify yeah. numbers when you've got... I think a you lot know. of things have changed, though. Everything's yeah. changed. I yeah. mean, as a, as a kid, when you were growing up, same thing, mm. like cricket... You'd play in the street. You'd play wherever. Same with riding a bike. Like you'd see plenty of kids so riding true. bikes. There's you more options see, now. Yeah, you don't see kids riding bikes. Mm. I remember Christmas morning, you'd go out in the street and kids would get bikes for Christmas. Yeah, everyone's got their new BMW. What about a skateboard? When was the last time you saw someone ride a skateboard? Yeah, I reckon I was on my skateboard every single day. I absolutely loved. No matter where you went, skateboard was like it was like my cricket bat. Could you do an ollie? Yeah. yeah, I could lay on my stomach going down a hill too. My sister pushed me down and hold on for dear life, come home with no teeth. <laughs> it didn't matter if you're on your feet on the skateboard, on your bum, on your stomach, didn't matter. But like, I, can't, I cannot remember seeing, I don't know the last time I saw a skateboard. Now you've got the e-bike, the e-scooter. The... Do we sound like three old blokes yeah, or I what? Know. 